Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina, with Windermere Real Estate. Each week, we showcase a different business here on the East Side, because when you're buying and selling houses, it is about so much more than bedrooms and baths. And it's exciting right now because we're starting, things are starting to open up and I don't know, I don't know if it's life as usual, life pre-COVID, I don't know what you want to call it, but there are some things that are starting to happen again that are super awesome. Case in point, today I work from my house, I have a home office, I am currently the only one home in my house, meaning my oldest is off at work, the youngest is a camp counselor. I think this is the first time since March I haven't had a kid home in the middle of the day <laughs> with all of the online school. And it's awesome. So um, there you go. My happy moment for the day. I hope all of you are having something amazing happening for you. All right. We always start off with a real estate update. The stats are in. We, uh, when, at Windermere, we always run the stats month over month because it's good to see what's happening. So for the east side, for residential homes, closed sale prices in June of 2021 versus June of 2020 are up 40% from last year. I know, wow, huge jump. There are some factors affecting that if we really look at it because things that closed in June really sold in May because it takes about 30 days to close from the time you go under contract to the time that um, closing records and shows up in our records. May was still last year, kind of the start of COVID and we were still dealing with some fairly heavy shutdowns and everybody was busy, you know, kind of deciding what their comfort zone was with just getting out and about and doing everything. So um, I think that is, we certainly regardless had a huge jump in price, but I think that's part of why you're seeing such a substantial jump in prices year over year, because there were some certainly mitigating factors last year. On the bright side though, for buyers, the average sale price has been about the same for the last four mar months, March, April, May, and June, the average sale price has been virtually the same. So that's good. And that's usually what we see in a normal market. We get a big <clears throat> run up in prices, January, February, March, things start to stabilize. So to me, that's a good sign for buyers because you still certainly need to be competitive, but we do have more homes coming on the market um, and you get a little bit of a breather in terms of where prices are heading. Uh, so that's good news for buyers. For sellers, things are still selling. The more inventory is actually helpful. When inventory is super low, you get to a point where buyers start to opt out of the market because they just feel like there aren't any options out there. Things are still selling quickly you're still in fantastic shape as a seller, but it doesn't mean that you need to price your home appropriately. So if you have real estate questions, you're buying or selling, I invite you to reach out. You can always find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. And without further ado, I am super excited for our guests this morning. We have Aruna and Sumita with We Rock the Spectrum Gym. How are you this morning? Doing great. Good. Thank you for joining us. I feel like that's a mouthful. We rock the spectrum. 
it's good. Um, so tell us about your gym because there's some key things that make you different than a lot of other places. And I'm really excited to share this with everybody today. Okay, um, so this is a kid's gym. Think of it as an indoor playground. It's called We Rock the Spectrum Kids Gym. It's for all kids, including special needs kids and kids who are on the autistic spectrum who have sensory um, needs. Mm -hmm. So anyone can come and it's like truly an inclusive environment. And the equipment that we have here are all, most of it is designed by OTs and PTs. That is occupation therapists and physical therapists. So it's a bunch of swings and zip line, climbing wall, rope wall, uh, which is fun for any kid, not just kids who are sensory seeking. So we have kids come in all the time and have a good time here, play. And yeah, it's the, we just started this business last year in September. So it's oh been an interesting brave year. soul. <laughs> what inspired you to start this gym? Well, Sumati and I have been wanting to do something together for such a long time. And I myself have a son who's autistic and uh, Sumati has been literally a rock and support in our family. And she has extended family who've been affected by it. So um, since we wanted to do something together, any business for that matter, and this one kind of fortuitously uh, fell into our laps and uh, we said, let's do it. I love it. This is so great. And I think it's, it's great that you're doing this. I didn't, you know, I didn't know that there was something out there like this and Again, like you said, it's for kids that are kind of on the spectrum, which could mean all kinds of different things. Um, but when you're not in that world, you don't realize that there are things, special things that you need or that would make it easier and more beneficial for them. So I think it's wonderful that you're out there and geared towards helping these kids. Um, yeah. yeah, one of the things mainly is our, um, if you see on our website and the motto that they go by is finally a place where you never have to say, I'm sorry. And I, I love think, that. And I think that is what mainly spoke to both of us is like Karuna said, she has a child and I have extended family and we have experienced going to spaces and places where we are feeling a little um, sort of like, oh, I'm sorry, my child did this or something like that and this is a place right. where anybody can just be as they are you don't have to feel um sort of you have to apologize for your child for anything so that's one of the biggest um thing that spoke to both of us i think and that's got to be great for the kids but also the parents right to just be able to come to a place where you're like okay <laughs> we've all been there you've got this yes Yes, exactly. Yes. And we have had many parents come in and say, thank you. Thank you so much. Even during this COVID, during this pandemic time, where we are not able to go to many public places, this is the place they're able to bring their child for just one-on-one, -on -one, even just when nobody else is there in the gym and spend some time running around playing, doing whatever the kid wants to do. Um, so, and it's true for all kids, um, but especially for kids on the spectrum. I love it. Um, and you were mentioning that a lot of the things in the gym, they are designed by physical therapists and occupational therapists. And I was on your website this morning and it was really fascinating and kind of cool to see how much intention goes into each thing that is there at the gym and their specific benefits to the kids 
with each, you know, they just think they're there playing, having a great time. But there's a lot of other things going on when they're there. Yeah. Yes, yes. Many of the things uh, specifically address the child's needs for motor skills, fine motor skills, or uh, strength development. So those are all designed to help those, as you said, along with them playing. So it's sort of in a play mode, but still helps them develop those strengths that they need. That are, that's great. What are some of the um, things that are most popular there with the kids that, and how do they help them? Um, Zipline is one for sure. Uh-huh. Um, it uh, just uh, sort of, I guess the feeling of flying free, I would say is um, in an emotional or a um, sort of a psychological sense. It helps them do that, just be free. Uh, but it is sort of also has them to hold their legs and their arms um, so develop strength because they have to hold on <laughs> to go down. <laughs> so, so I think it sort of connects both senses in there. Um, and there are other things. Um, I don't know, could you talk about the spinners? The spinners and the, uh, the other thing, the zipline, the, the medical thing that it works on is the core strength or called the proprioceptive sense. Mm-hmm. So which helps them um, plan their body motor function in such a way that they are holding on and staying on, but still able to fly through air. And um, then, yeah, we have uh, upper body strength. We have the monkey bars, we have the rope wall, we have the climbing wall, and then uh, we have lower body strength. We have lots of wheeled toys that they can uh, sit on and balance and move around. It's nearly 6,000 square feet of space that we have here. So it's a huge space for them to um, run and play and figure out um, a sense of balance with their um, different organs and different senses. I love And it. it's safe too, because the whole thing is, uh, the entire floor is covered in foam. That's great. A foam board, yeah. Awesome. If you're just tuning in today, we have Aruna and Sumita with We Rock the Spectrum Kids Gym on the show with us today. Um, it's, you know, there's lots of, different kids gyms out there but this one is specifically geared for kids that are on the spectrum you don't have to be on the spectrum to go there but it is geared for to be a safe encouraging and helpful place for kids that are on the spectrum correct exactly yeah yeah we have events uh, we have events going on every now and then right now we have summer camp going on which is inclusive again for all kids we have a reading magical reading camp going on so um, the instructor comes and reads stories and talks also about inclusivity to the other younger children uh, who are neurotypical about the other neurodiverse communities so that's Mm -hmm. um, kind of you know helping the community at large in creating awareness Sure. We also do movie nights once a month. Um, we had one just uh, last month or was it the month before that for uh, the, from the neurodiverse community. That was really nice for a date with uh, my husband that you guys can take care of my child here and I could do it. So she was so grateful. And those are the moments that kind of, you know, make us feel like, okay, this is, this is a good thing. That's great. And I'm assuming, how does it work if somebody out there has a child that they would like to come? Um, are there classes that they do? Do you just pop in? I'm, and I'm assuming there are people there to kind of monitor and help the kids when they're there. 
Yeah, Samati, you can go. Yeah, so we have uh, what we, we have two or three different types. We have one is called open play, in which the parent brings their child and they are supervising the child. We are still there. We are um, sort of observing things, but we won't be intervening with the child. It'll be the parent um, and they'll be just like taking the kid to a park and playing with the kid in the park. That's sort Got of an indoor playground. That is an open play system. Um, it is also right now we do it only by bookings because of COVID. We close the gym every two hours to clean and sanitize the gym. So um, it's by appointment. So that is open play. Then what we have is some children, um, especially of the neurodiverse community, come in with their therapists. Um, so a therapist okay. can bring the child and the therapist can help the child through the different processes, through the different um, equipments in there. Um, and do interventional therapy and the gym can be used for that also. And then we of course have movie nights uh, where the parents can drop their children um, and uh, take two to three hours. Um, and we have break time care also, which is similar to movie nights, but it is during the daytime where we are able to be supervise the children. At that time, the parents don't have to be there. We are there. Um, Aruna is a Montessori teacher um, and we have a couple of other uh, therapists who volunteer at the gym and uh, we um, use these resources to monitor the children so parents can drop the children and go. Um, and the other thing is um, communities can rent our space. So we have um, certain communities like the um, Kindring Center, things, uh, groups like that, they come and rent our space for using it for therapies, but they bring a group of children and they rent our space for their own purpose, which is like a private play for a couple of hours and nobody else is there at the time and they use the gym for therapy for their group. So these are multiple options available um, at the gym. That is great. I just think this is so fantastic. I mean, our kids did, you know, the gyms when they were little and they, they loved it. I mean, that was just, they were always so excited to go there. And I just, I think this is wonderful that there's something geared towards kids that are on the spectrum. So they get not only that same experience, but that same experience kind of unencumbered to be able to yeah. show up and know that everything there is designed for them and that there's things set up specifically so that they can have a good time and feel successful and not, you can do this, but you can't do that part over there, or, you know, it's not all set up for them. So I think it's wonderful. Again, it's uh, we Rock the Spectrum Kids Gym. Uh, you guys are located in Bellevue off of Northup, correct? That's right. Yes, we yeah. are. That's wonderful. Um, and I think it's I, it's great. I didn't realize that, that kids can come, they can book time there with their therapist to come yes. in and yes. work on whatever it is they need to work on. I think that's great. Yes. Yeah. Um, the one additional um, thing that we do is birthday parties. Oh, so we fine. do birthday parties for the community, anybody, any other place, how they do the birthday parties, we do similar ones. Um, so parents can book it for their children and children and their friends can come in, have pizza, cake, and spend a couple of hours on the gym playing and running around. So birthday parties are pretty popular in our gym. Mm -hmm. I love it. And it's, it's fascinating to me to you know, and you have this broken down on your website. I think there's five different things. Proprioception was one of them. Just, you know, as adults, we just, I don't know, you go play and that's what you do as a kid, right? But to realize all of the different things that are happening 
for kids developmentally when they're playing physically, mentally, socially, emotionally, all of that. It's like, wow, who knew playing was such a big deal, but it is. And I think that's so great. <laughs> yeah, it, it is fun. And the adults have fun as part of it too. That is the best part. <laughs> yes, it's not just a child, adults are uh, to have fun, so. <laughs> I know, and we all need it. You were talking earlier in the show about, um, I, some, I think proprioception, basically how to kind of make, maintain your body right and yeah. keep things going and I remember actually it made me giggle when our youngest was small I got a call from daycare and you know how you use those dried beans and you do little art projects with them or so well he had gotten one stuck like way deep in his ear <laughs> and like we had to go to the ER to get it out because it you know and I asked him in the car I'm like you know hey buddy what happened I don't know mom I lost control of my body and the bean ended up in my ear <laughs> <laughs> like okay <laughs> it happens to all of us <laughs> yes yes it does <laughs> i am a preschool teacher as well i'm montessori trained i i have a little school that i run at the gym there's one room here that i'm in the room right now um so and, and i've been teaching for many 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 years having beads or beans stuck into your nose or ear is one of the most common reasons when I have to call a parent and say, hey, you need to pick up your child. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it's usually the first of many experiences in life where you think, well, I thought that was going to go a little different than it actually did. <laughs> it's a good like way to work into that. <laughs> It happens even as an adult. That's funny. So tell us about the Montessori, the preschool that you have there. That's great. Yeah. Um, so when we started this gym, uh, we noticed a pattern where in the mornings, there were not that many kids coming. And since I'm credentialed and I am a teacher, I said, let's make use of that time for me to teach. And that's uh, a passion of mine. Um, so yeah, we had the space. I opened up a classroom. We thought about it mid-September and by mid-October we had opened a classroom and I have uh, six, seven kids. Uh, they come here. The kids that come here are neurotypical kids because I don't have the credential to teach sure. um, the neurodiverse community. Mm -hmm. So it's just three days a week or four days a week from this fall. It's going to be four days a week. And um, from nine to 12, the kids come, they work, they learn. At that time, I closed the gym for the outside public so that right. they have the whole space to themselves. Oh, coolest school ever. <laughs> I know, I know. And especially on those rainy days, right? It is just such a blessing to not have to just think about your rain boots and coat and your gloves and your hat. You just run out and play once your classroom work is done. <laughs> All of this stuff is so much nicer than when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go back to school. <laughs> That's why I'm in school. It's so much fun. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> if you are just tuning in today, we have We Rock the Spectrum Kids Gym uh, that we're chatting with. Such a cool place in Bellevue. Uh, the kids can go to preschool there. And then um, for kids on the spectrum, it's fully designed and set up for them to come in and have fun and be successful with, um, you know, whatever it is they have going on. It sounds like you can come in with your uh, therapist, but I love that families can come in and play too, because that's got to be really stressful 
for parents as well to try and figure out how can you go have fun, interact with your kid and not be so on, you know, high alert with everything all the time. Yes, exactly. Um, and the one other thing we are hoping to um, do as we go uh, along is uh, open up the space for um, transition students or st students who are in high school and older um, uh -huh. who do not have um, many places to go to. Um, so a neurotypical child probably takes a car and goes and drives and hangs out in the mall or what anything, any as such. Mm -hmm. um, but some of these kids need um, a place where it can be safe, but they still want to hang out with their friends. Um, so one of our hope is that we expand our space to provide um, as a hanging out space, I, I think you should call it, for uh, transition high school students and older kids um, to be able to come and um, do something there and even volunteer at our gym. Um, if they are um, inclined to volunteer, um, come and volunteer also at the gym. Oh, I think that's fantastic. What a great um, idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no I was happy to say uh, we are, our volunteers uh, range from high schools, current high school students um, who are helping us at the gym to um, Montessori training teachers, teachers who are being trained in Montessori, occupational therapists or um, um, behavioral therapists who are being trained. So any of them are uh, volunteers right now at the gym and that's what we are hoping to expand on also. Oh, I think that's great. Um, what are some awareness things that we can be, that we should know about as a public, you know, for someone who does not have a neurodiverse, I love that phrase, I hadn't heard that before, neurodiverse child. You know, when we're out and our kids are interacting with kids that are neurodiverse, are there things that we could help our own children be aware of or just more thoughtful or considerate of that would be good to know? Um, yeah, sure. yeah, sure. Uh, the one, it's, it's the same for any kid, I think. Just be okay. kind, just right. be kind and uh, listen and be aware of people being different than you are. It could be from the neurodiverse community or it could be someone with a gender identity or any anything sure. to just have that awareness that if you're kind to each other, um, it's going to be a better place for everyone. And we can, you know, build on the strengths of everybody and make this place um, and no, just just a happier place. You're right. I, I know I sound like, you know, like someone who's talking about Disneyland, but having a son and uh, who's older and who's kind of out of the system high school system and all of that. So they have a lot of support and resources at that time. But once they come out of it, they're pretty much on their own. And sure. my son would like to interact and go to the mall and hang out with his friends like my daughter does. But he goes to Starbucks and then he fumbles with his money. He takes a little bit longer to process and kind of take his money and pay um, the cash. And then someone in the back says that, dude, like, what's What's going on with you? Yeah. You know, why are you taking so right. long? Don't you know how to order coffee? So the idea is to play, have a space here where they can come and hang out and play games or have like a little coffee shop where they can do it. But ideally to kind of extend that space into the outside world as well. Sure. For everyone to be um, kinder. I think that that's great. It's a good reminder. It's something that we try to talk with our kids about a lot and just even to remember as adults that every everybody has their own story 
and you don't have any idea what that story is or their experiences just because of, you know, how they look or don't look or whatever is going on in that moment. Um, I think in a, some ways that was one of the nice things that came out of this last year with COVID is it really, I mean, it just because it was there every day, meaning everybody was interacting and experiencing COVID in different ways. Meaning there's people that were kind of out and about the whole time and whatever. And then people that were really very cautious and concerned and, you know, everywhere in between. And to realize that when you're out there interacting with people, that that's affecting how they're showing up and to give everybody grace and be kinder knowing that they're doing their thing and, and that's okay. And exactly just let them work that out and to not jump to judgments like the Starbucks example you just gave, yes. not judge to judgments or make assumptions about what's happening when you really don't have any idea. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So um, <laughs> that's great. It's always good to be reminded of that. Thank you for that. <laughs> because as the world speeds up, I think that's one of the things that we tend to let go of because yeah. we're just trying to get it done every day. Yeah. Um, and yeah. to remember that everybody's got their space that they're in. Absolutely, it, it's so true. Like even now, even though I'm aware, it's, uh, I mean, a little bit more aware than other people, I would think. And then I'm driving and someone is driving slowly in front of me and it's like, what's going on? Why is this person like annoying me? And then it, it takes me a second. It's like, oh no, that could be somebody like my son. And you know, maybe they're just having a harder time today. Or maybe it's an older person who's navigating yeah. new roads. and take that pause to say that, oh, let's not get upset over something that we have control over. <laughs> I have fallen prey to that myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I have to remember, it's probably my fault. I left late. And if I would have left on time, it wouldn't matter what they were driving. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. <laughs> well, our 405 traffic is reminding us of that again and again recently. So, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yes. Not everything's back up to speed, but the traffic sure is. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you being here. Again, we've had Aruna and Sumati joining us, the owners of We Rock the Spectrum Kids Gym in Bellevue. Such a cool place. And I just, I think it's so amazing that you are out there for these kids because they really need this place. We will have links to everything on our website after the show, nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. <laughs>